It is Monday, June 29th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. Here, McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, closing down the, the last week of June here as we're uh, getting closer to July, Zach. Sports is close to, you know, getting closer to being back, too. And, you know, here we are. Yeah, it's almost uh, July 4th weekend. I can't believe it. Uh, 2020 has just been been flying by. For better or worse, it's flying by. <laughs> I know. I guess is that, I think that's a good thing we could say with everything, you know, that's gone on the first six months, you know, we're going to have a good back six months. You know, it's, it's kind of like golf. The first, the, the front nine was not great, but the back nine, I think in 2020 is going to turn it around starting in July on the 10th hole. I like that. Yeah. That happened to me on Sunday. Actually, my front nine was God awful, but the second nine, you know, things started to click. So, uh, so yeah, we also, hopefully, hopefully that goes, uh, we need to bring some footage when we play like we did last week to the oh, show. Yeah. Cause that was some, I mean, there was some emotion that got, that got let out. I mean, I was, I acted like a jackass from the 12th, the 11th to like the 14th hole. Um, but that's also because my five iron decided to be a jackass too, and not, you know, go straight and decided to go right every time, which I never do. So that was fun trying to figure that out. Hey, if only the clubs would do what we tell them to do, you know, if, if only they could do that. The worst was that one, the par five where I said to you, I hit it again. I was like, so help me God, if this goes in the exact same spot and went in the exact <laughs> same spot. I just like kind of just threw Oh Yeah, that was, Hey, we've all been there. We've it's, all, yeah, it happens. You know, we've, we've all gave the, uh, <laughs> we all gave the neighbors an extra couple of golf balls here and there. Every now and then. Yeah. So. Yeah. There, no wonder business is booming by moccasin run. I saw all those like 25 cent golf little houses. Everyone had like the signs out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, that. Like, here you can buy your ball back for twenty five cents. Like, can I yeah, buy I stock that. into that little company? Like, because I, you know, the matter I'm sure of, they're growing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right, but at that point, hey, we're, we're look at this. We're growing. We're getting. Uh, we got a great show tonight. We're growing with content now that sports are kind of coming back. Um, we have a great show, right? So we got uh, it's Mojo Monday. Obviously, tonight's the uh, the Amazon giveaway, which which you did a great job putting together. I know everyone's really excited about that. They're tuned in. Um, so we'll do that towards the end of the show. But you know, we have to do. We're like, you know, like a TV show. You got to put it at the end, right? right. got to put it at the end, right? But, but who knows? The thing is, they'll have to t- even if they turn it off now, they'll come back in a little bit, you know, because that's that's what happens. You know, it's, uh, like I said, it's an exciting giveaway. Um, right. All right. But, you know, but, but, and there was, wait, there was some more. Like I said, there was some more content. So, uh, obviously, Cam Newton to the Patriots um, over the weekend. And, obviously, the NBA schedule came out as well. So, we have some great stuff. So, we'll talk uh, all sorts about that and. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, without further ado, let's, you know, kick it off like we always do, Zach. You want to get started with some clickbait? Yeah, let's do some clickbait for sure. So it was about a day or two ago, um, CBS Sports rolled out uh, the top 10 NFL offseason. And which, frankly, before we even go into the list, I'm not a huge fan of these kind these kinds of lists because I don't know how you win an offseason. What's the what's the grading scale? Right, like is there a, like is there a Super Bowl for the offseason? Last time I checked, I don't huh. think so. But uh, you know, if there was, you know, we, we all missed that memo. But anyway, so on the list, you know, they had the Buccaneers at one. Can we just start there for a second? And I, we don't need to go down the whole list, but I picked a couple that I really think we need to talk about. So. Really, did the Bucks win the offseason just because they signed Tom Brady? Don't forget that they depleted their whole wide receiving core, meaning uh, Brashad Perriman left. So now they really only have two solid wide receivers. And they didn't do anything on their defense. But because they signed Tom Brady, does that mean they're number one? An aging Tom Brady, Karen. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, he's not young. Right. So uh, apparently that makes the, means they won the offseason. <laughs> um, well, it, it's weird, right? Because... I don't know. I'm not trying to defend them, but I'd be like, what, what? No, I, they're right. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up because you're, 
you had some good points that you texted to me. Like, was it the other day when you sent this over to me? Mm-hmm. And because you've been feeling this for a few days now, this was this wasn't just yeah, like that. This, this fire's been burning. Yeah, this is you know because we had that little hiatus between Thursday and Monday. You know, there's, there's plenty of clickbait to pick from uh, for the Monday show. So no, I, I I'm with you. So I'll let, I'll pause it because I. I know what your point you're going to make, so I'll just let you keep going. If they want to give the criteria as like, oh, Tom Brady was the prized possession and the Buccaneers got him, then I can see if that's where you want to put them as number one. But when you think of from a team perspective, they did they weakened their wide receiving core depth. They didn't do anything on defense where they need the help. Well, and these articles are so stupid in general because to your point, like they haven't played a game yet. Right. So we can sit here and get excited about Gronk and Brady and all that. But in reality, like you said, he is older. They might not play well. What they go seven to nine. How good of an offseason was that? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all, it all still, you know, has to play out, of course. And then my it's subjective. Thing, yeah. And then my other thing I have to say is you're giving the Jets a top 10 grade for their offseason when they're fighting with their star safety right now. Like that's a great offseason. You're bickering with your star safety. What else can you say? That you drafted an offensive yeah, I, lineman that you hope is great. Yeah, it. <laughs> see, it's it's tough because. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just my stock is low in the Jets, so it just seeing them at six really got me got me it's going. It's the same crew of teams too. You know what I mean? Like every year, I see these teams on the list. I'm like, well, that's just because they had to make the most changes, but they're always the wrong changes. It seems like. Right. right. So, so I guess in order to win the offseason, you have to have a lot of changes to be made and you have to make a bunch of them. And then that means you win the offseason. Apparently, you basically have to be bad to, make, to win the offseason. Well, and, and right. A lot of this just goes to, to to what kind of stars you have. Or did you fill a very like a big hole? Right. Like, oh, the Jets got back to, you know, with their first round pick and, you know, and a wide receiver. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, so. I guess they got Prashad Perriman too, which I understand. Yeah, you just spoke. Yeah, you just praised him with the box. You know? Yeah, so I guess that's good, but um, they didn't do enough for me. Prashad Perriman, I don't know if he's worthy of a wide receiver one on a team. So No, I, I totally agree. It's, yeah, Josh in the chat agrees too, how the Jets made the top 10. Exactly. Prashad yeah. Perriman and – They just made so many vanilla moves. Yeah, but then you're fighting with your star safety all offseason. So it's like, how do you win if you're fighting with one of your star players? It doesn't make sense because he wants to leave. <laughs> right, and and here's the thing. Adam Gase. <laughs> Adam Gase is the like the psycho person that everybody like in college said, like, don't go, like, don't talk to him, right? And 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 someone still did, and then they got burned, right? Like, and and, and it's just like I don't understand why like no one thinks about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one talks absolutely. about it. He never puts a good team out there. They suck to Miami. Like the Jets have sucked. Like, and sure, someone could be like, you know, someone could pull up the record and be like, well, Kieran, they went nine and seven one year. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't make the playoffs. He doesn't make any noise. Yeah. Right. Like he's in my world, that sucks. If I was a fan of an Adam Geese coach team, I would say this sucks. Right. Like that's mediocrity. So, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, do you want to maybe not make the playoffs? Probably not, but like, if you think about it, at least like until about week ten, and then it's probably over. Like, it's, that's no kind of life. No, we don't. We don't want that. No fan wants that whatsoever. As an offensive coordinator, I think he's he's solid, but as a coach, probably not. Well, well I'll tell you. So I can I can actually top that somehow because oh, I know what I saw was was probably one of the worst things I saw. Well, actually, no, I'll tell you about what the worst thing I saw all weekend was. Um, but all right, well, let's let's start with the clickbait. Uh, it's funny actually because this Twitter account on our show, or uh, like for sidetrack, I should say for our like channel, 
doesn't block Colin Coward, but I do just because I hate seeing his stuff. I've been on a really a blocking spree with those type of guys. Um, I can't take it because I know this type of this type of crap is going to come up. But look at this: the top five arm talents, Zach Collins, top five arm talents, right? So we got Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, and Jared Goff. Oh my! So no word of uh, you know. Good old Patty Mahomes or no, no. Lamar Jackson, I would even throw in. Jared Goff is what I don't – I mean, I don't understand a lot about this list. I'll let you take I mean, the lead here. Well, everything about it's wrong. Uh, let's see. So, who they missed besides Patrick Mahomes? We got Aaron Rodgers. Um, Lamar Jackson, I would say. He's Lamar like, Jackson, yeah. Cannon. Yeah. On the uh, run. Yeah, yeah. He can, dude, he can throw it. Uh, yeah. I mean, personally, Matt Ryan has a, has a good arm. I would even – I can't believe it says – I would even say Kirk Cousins. He's got a cannon. He's yeah. got a nice arm. He does. You know what I mean? That says a lot for you to say this, that Karen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That takes some 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 fortitude on my end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's professional. Baker Mayfield, even. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen. That's a great oh, one. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. That's yeah, a great absolutely. one. Yeah, he's definitely. Got, Sam Darnold. All right, let me look at the list again real quick. Who was it again? So Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Kyle, Kyler Murray. Uh, and all right, yeah, golf obviously is off. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, Carson Ky- Wentz, that's another one. Yeah, Wentz is another like, one. I mean, I, I, you know me, I love Kyler, but he's not top five worthy yet. He hasn't proven himself enough yet, in my opinion, to be a top five arm talent. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. And yeah, that, yeah, well, you know, I, the jury's very much out. And it's kind of like I look at that list and I'm like, what are you going with? Like, <laughs> Russell Wilson's, and I'm not like saying he doesn't have a good arm, but what makes him a really good quarterback is. He has a good arm and he's also mobile and that together, like he is the perfect guy that can tie him together and kill people with it. Right. So like that's, so yeah, his arm looks great. But like I said, a lot of that's also because he's good at moving around the pocket and getting out and escaping things. Right. You know? Um, so to that point, it's like, okay, Kyler Murray one year, uh, where'd they go? Uh, five, was it five, nine, and five, one, five, 10 and one, five, yeah. 10 and one. Yeah. Sorry. I came to the math tonight. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, so I don't know. Then Jared Goff, I mean, come on. Yeah. The Super Bowl they lost were like no touchdowns were scored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, um, he's got all his toys to play with. Yeah, the, the chat. Him. Yeah, the chat has it right with Wentz though, because I mean, if you think about it, Wentz alludes typically is elusive, right? Creates plays. Russell Wilson does the same thing. If you're gonna give Russell Wilson number one. How do you not have Wentz in your top in your top five? I mean, hey, even the the guy who who leads the team that's on your cup. I mean, Drew Locke has a cannon. <laughs> Do you like you this know? cup, by the way? Never tell you, it's funny. People probably wonder why I do this as a Packers fan. I uh, We got these at uh, Mile High when we went to a game. So we oh, yeah, them. You have to have that. It's yeah, I always like the souvenir memory. cups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was even thinking, what about like Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, oh. if you're going for like that, I'm not saying – I'm not like actually saying that. He deserves to be on the list, but I'm just more trying to poke. Like, okay, yeah. like if Jared Goff's on, why isn't Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. So basically, we just rattled off. It's five to ten – what about Dak like, Prescott, too? Like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's like, right, isn't there that whole crowd? I'm sure Colin Coward has had a lot of comments about him on the show, and I'm sure, like, every other week he changes his opinion on him. But, like, right? Mm-hmm. I'm well, sure he's praised him. Yeah, well, doesn't Colin Coward praise Wentz, or am I thinking of someone else? Like, I'm surprised I he didn't he have does. Yeah, I'm surprised well, I know he, he likes to rip him. Philly fans a lot, and I think he kind of tries to, like, say that, like, he'd be so much better in another city. But, like, yeah. he's an idiot. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, hence his list here. Yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. It took a while for him to get on the clickbait uh, train. Good for him. Him. yeah um all right and also speak of good fours also i gotta give a shout out to my buddies uh cold jess for getting married this week out in kansas City. so yeah it was a good wedding out in you know the city of fountains you know we saw bryson 
got lunch with him. We were talking. It's so great. Just talk. everyone. It's funny too, Zach. I I noticed this. This is the first time I was out there since uh, since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and like everyone still had Chiefs stuff on. Like I noticed that. Like there were people just wearing Mahomes jerseys like through the streets <laughs> and stuff like that. It was pretty funny. Um, cool. Also, let me take a look at this real quick. So we, let's, yeah. before we move on, I like Josh's clickbait. Yeah, let's look at this. So we got we got the chat version of a clickbait. Um, LeBron's first LeBron's choice was first... New York when he was. Uh, it's funny. Dating. It's funny you mentioned that, Josh, because tonight's about the the ten year anniversary of that. Uh, so his his decision, I believe, I looked at it yesterday. It was like it's like July eighth or 9th or something. It's, oh, okay. It's yeah, I don't, why was today like the big day that they were all talking about? I it. think it was his first championship, the date of his first or something. No, no, because he wouldn't have. He didn't win any with that's the best part. He didn't win any with Cleveland. He had to leave. Remember? It's true. Yeah. He had to leave. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. But um, I. I and you know he's going to do some stupid crap on Instagram or something and be like, wow, has time flown by. I learned a lot in these last 10 years. Like, happy it all worked out, giving a ring to both cities, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'll just be like, all right, I, I can't. I can't with you. Like, yeah. I I hate him. Yeah. He, he's just the worst, plain and simple. Oh, and, and he recruited uh, – well, he's bringing J.R. Oh, Smith, Smith out from Tether. Getting the crew back together. I hope they lose. All right, let, I'll tell you, let's, yeah. let's table that real quick because we'll, we'll get into the basketball chatter in a second. With that. Yeah. So we got Perfect. a lot of that, too. Yeah. Oh, and I'll, I'll, I won't hold back with the Sixers. But I'll say a shout-out real quick to – um. Colin Jess for getting married. Yeah, dude, well, it was fun on Kansas City. It was, it was a hot one out there, but um, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, and it's funny, a lot of football talk. That's what I love about weddings. I feel like because right, most of them are in the summertime, and there was a great group of guys. So I, I only got a chance to meet his friends once, um, like a few of them when like, a few years ago for uh, for a Chiefs game that I was out there for. Um, so it was really great getting to meet everybody uh, and stuff. And by the way, I'll tell you, I, I got a video. Um, I gotta give his buddy Brendan a shout out because this is one of the, the funny. I this I'm putting this in my you know you won't you don't need to use this right now because you're not you're not single but you know for for me right now this is a good little uh, mood to put my repertoire. Uh, if you don't have a date for a wedding and there's a slow dance that comes on, he's the guy in the black suit. Just start dancing with yourself out there. Little little just slow, you know. Oh, it's unbelievable. Just you know, kind of doing a little little slow dance. Uh, we were just all dying laughing, but it was, it was great. I was an awesome way. The bell saying like, oh, uh, they were all great. And um, um, and it was also his little brother Brett. Uh, goes to Arkansas now, so he was all hyped, obviously, about their football team. We're also, and he was a Steelers fan, and, and Cole and I are both obviously Packers fans. So we we're talking about that Super Bowl. It was just a ton of ton of football, great football talk with his, you know, his dad too. And it was it was a great time, and it was it was like I was saying about weddings. I love weddings because I feel like there's so much football talk, right? Because it's like training camps right around the corner college there's college chatter like at this point the off season it's like all the it's like almost all the horses are getting in the gate for the race you know what i mean like everyone's getting in and and, and it's just so great just breaking bread and meeting people and becoming friends over just fandom and talking about sports and all of that it's great yeah yeah i mean talking sports with that with any stranger is like the it's like the ultimate icebreaker i feel like with you know in general when you're at events like a wedding or or whatever and oh, yeah. uh, I feel like everyone can talk about that, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever sport, water polo, it doesn't matter. Um, I oh, will yeah. say though, I love that move because it's like, it's almost like you're like drawing attention to yourself and then like any, in a single, good way, in, in a good way. And like a single lady in the crowd could be like, Oh, maybe this is an open invitation. I should dance so with him. I was thinking that the only thing I said was I was like, that means it, it's open. So anyone wants to shoot your shot. You can't, you can't not say no at that point. That's true. But it worked that's, out for him. So it's risky. So it's risky. It worked out for him. Yeah, it worked out for him though. And, and he, in, at a wedding, I think there can only be one person who does that because if 
the, if someone else tries duplicating it, then it's like, ah, oh, this isn't, this isn't cool. Like, no, right. Then it looks like some scene out like Step Brothers or something, but <laughs> right. Exactly. But, yeah. Oh no, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to put but, that yeah. in my back pocket for the next one. Right? So but, yeah, congrats to them. That's great. Oh yeah. It was awesome. So we, we have to, you've been to Kansas city. We have to, we have to, I love that city. It is really a great time. The first of all, the food, the barbecue, like I said, yeah. it's, it's a football city. Like, I don't know if you were like, what I'm trying to like, when you were out there, what was it? February when we saw each other? I think it was February or March. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't football season. When it's football season, that's it's just all buzzing with football. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you you basically took me all around all the different districts, and was it the power and light? Yeah, that's where we were on Saturday night. I, I couldn't imagine that being uh, during oh. football season. That'd be great. Oh, it was. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I feel like that's a city that gets overlooked a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and it, it's in a cool area too. It's like dead smack in the middle of the United States. Like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy when you actually think about it and look at it on a map. Um, it's to that point. So you got to fly there, Zach. Uh, oh, so it's funny. So for us, we both travel for work, right? So mm-hmm. not for this, but well, someday, right? right? Maybe, but, but it's funny. I, uh, I haven't done it in six months, five months, which I get, it's, which is funny in our world. That's like a long time with yeah. the coronavirus and stuff. Um, and I would say, I, you know, got a reminder how much I hate people. It, when you air travel, it's funny. I always say like, people say, Oh, like, do you like to fly? I'm like, I hate it. And I'm like, Oh, really? You're nervous. I'm like, no, I don't care. Like that's the worst part. Most of the time, the whole point is I'm praying the plane's going to crash. That's how like unhappy I am dealing with just somebody in some way. And like throughout, you know what I mean? You know, exactly. What I'm talking you're going to and that's, I think probably why our anxiety, our anxiety will just go straight through the roof. Now when we traveled, because you know, at some point in that process throughout the day, when you travel, something's going to go wrong someone's going to piss you off and mm-hmm. like, and, and, and you know, it's happening. And no matter how hard you want it, it's like your, your team, your sports team, like, you know, no matter how hard you want their, 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 uh, uh, inefficiencies to, to, to not you know, happen. It's like, yeah, they're going to happen. If you for some reason, people just can't follow directions or they can't follow like the rules or like common courtesy. I don't get it, it. In, in general. And it just, at the airport, it shows like oh. it shows who is really messed up in the, at the airport. Well, I'll tell you, it showed in the first five minutes when I was there because, you know, I go in and I uh, go to the bathroom. Uh, but I was, this is me when I was flying out there mm. and I'm just in the urinal. It was like a scene and right. Like I was like the second to last one. And then the sinks are like down next to me. So like, as you like, it's, you can kind of see it. In, like, the, the, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I just see like as this guy like as I'm going in, this guy's like leaving, and he just walks out. Like, you serious? So do we seriously? not seriously? Yeah. After everything, like how we learned not this is what pisses me off. This is why I roll my eyes. And I'm like, okay, I guess I understand now. Why everyone's like, hey, by the way, did you wash your hands? It's like seriously, and, and Zach, I saw it again coming home. Oh my god! Why? Yeah, you saw it back to back, and so if just go my travels stories, I saw someone when I was coming back yesterday in a full hazmat suit <laughs> i'm not even kidding they looked like uh like that scene in Willy wonka with like when the oompa loompas have like that old white jumpsuit on mm. it really looked exactly like that with like the the glass goggles and everything it was wild i just like i started laughing i'm thinking like look i if that person has to travel and they're at risk i'm, I'm not trying to poke fun at them but i mean let it, like, if, if not anything less than that though like you're in the like, come on <laughs> yeah unless you're like i don't know if you've seen the movie the bubble boy from like the early 2000s with jake gyllenhaal unless you're like you have that type of situation there's no need for a hazmat suit oh, when you're yeah i mean come on that yeah, was unless like, like yeah my eyes. It's like, yeah it's like so you basically saw one end of each spectrum there you saw the total ignoramus who doesn't know that, how to wash his hands and then you got the, the person in the hazmat suit and isn't that traveling in a nutshell 
I feel like that's, that's you it. know I mean, what I mean. The best people watching, like you know, the mall is great for people watching, but like you learn a lot. Oh, at the, the airport's airport. the worst. You see the worst of humanity in them. Sometimes the best, but mostly the worst. Yeah. Uh, all right, but to that point, I was just thinking about. It. There's lots of things I feel like when you do air travel uh, that you know can piss you off. So I thought about. I was like, what uh, you know, what what would you say is one uh, if you had to pick one pet peeve of air travel? What is it? Yeah. So. For me, so I fly American typically. Oh God, there we go. That's just a peeve. That's like <laughs> so, my biggest peeve in general. Yeah, so there we go. So typically I don't have enough points to get that whole the whole front half of the plane status really. So I usually find myself in like row 17 or like 21, 22. And what really bothers me, and I'm like a zone three guy, so I have no problem. I always bring like I I, I don't like to check my luggage, so I'll bring a, like a backpack and I'll just put it under the seat in front of me, God, and then I got my suitcase going. that I'll put on the overhead, you know, above. Sure. The yeah. Apartment, which should right? be no problem. Should be no problem. So basically, like, let's think about this, Karen. If if you're in row seventeen, you should be able to put your, your without um, question, especially because right about 30, 30 rows, if you will, twenty five to thirty rows. There's yeah. at least usually twenty five, like at least twenty five. Yes, exactly. So my thing is this, is when you're someone who bores before me and you have every opportunity to put it right above your head, like a normal person with common sense. And instead, where you, when you're sitting in row like 15, you put yours in row 12 and then everyone else follows suit and gets all jacked up. And then I have to either stress about making mine fit somewhere where it shouldn't be, or I have to be one of those guys like that person and throw it in row eight and then inconvenience everybody else on top of it. It's like, and then, and then that point, your struggle. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. How hard is it to put your bag where your seat is? Just follow the yeah. Just follow directions. Just like I mean, it's it, and then, it's and, then guess what? And, and then when the plane lands and everyone stands up right away because they think that you know um, I'm kind they of can get off. They can I'm get off right away. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't I, push past anyway. I just, but I got, but I'm also like six seven, so I have I, to stand up. <laughs> I guess I get the blood circulation part, but like when everyone stands stand. up, and then we all just like are standing like a hurdle. hurdle oh, I'm, I'm like, a big stander. I'm sorry. Is that <laughs> is that not good etiquette? It, I don't know. I mean, it's just like kind of like funny because they say, "All right, everyone, please stay seated until we land." And like you know, we stop at the gate, and everyone just stands up, you know, in general. But the point I'm getting at is that when everyone stands up to leave is someone in row 21 now has to cut up in front to like row 12 to eat their stuff or someone from row 12 has to go all the way back to 21 and it takes five times longer than what it should be to, to get off the plane. I, I love what Big Need said. People who clap when the plane lands, I hate those people. And and for, for Iris, the Keyblade Master, the directions are just, you know, you get on the plane, right? And like you said, your seat, you put your bag where your seat is. And if not, okay, you'll always, if you can... If this is the way I look at it, right? Let's say like you're in the aisle. If you can literally go like here or you're like, it's doing that thing and someone that's within like one row can hand it to you, that's fine. But once it's off the two row thing, it's it's illegal in my book. Yeah, 100%. Basically, right? it's all about well, And also you see it's an opportunity with like helping the rest of the space, right? Like if you realize that like, okay, like I can't get it in here. Right, all right you get the, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, that's interesting. I I hate, I hate the clappers. I don't know why. It's just like <laughs> it's like good job amateur hour. Uh, I, I remember yeah. my first flight. Woo! The plane didn't crash. Yay! Yeah, right. Like if you're that nervous, go have like five. That's the family before. that like has the matching like shirts and like family vacation. Uh-huh. Like the da 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 family vacation 2014. It's yeah. just like Knoxville bound. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. It's <laughs> like yeah. They're always 
I feel like you get that probably the most when you're going to like Orlando or something, but you know, it's yeah. But yes. all right, so what's what's your biggest pet peeve? It's the worst is uh it's bad. It's really bad. I don't I think I've said this before. There's a special spot in hell for people who do this. And anyone that's on the chat, there's there's nothing, nothing you can say that's gonna defend what I'm about to say. It's uh reclining the old seat. Mm. Reclining the seat. I'm pulling up a video from I think when like a fight broke out. And I think this guy was actually being a complete jackass though in the back. I was like tapping and like kicking and like going berserk, which is not how you handle it. You gotta just suck it up. That's like part of the game, right? Like you got I mean, it's I'll almost address that side at first, right? Like and every time when you know the seat goes right into my knees, I'm I'm just like ah. Right, and I feel like my body crack. I uh, well, the thing is, I dig in, I fight. Yeah. I always, I definitely fight, but I don't like actually start kneeing them. I'll just dig my knees in, so that I hope they can feel like my kneecap right, right. in their back. Mm-hmm. I'll non-verbally just nudge my knee right up in there, so that way it's uncomfortable for them at that point. No, no more lower lumbar for you. It. I, I truly think to myself that the most selfish people on this planet are those people. Right? There's nothing. That you can tell me or convince me. There's no reason. First of all, think of it from it, like this is why I always roll my eyes out. It goes about a half an inch back for you, but for whatever reason, that's nothing for you. It's everything for someone like me, where like, that's like the little inch of breathing room for my actual legs, mm. right? And it's just and there's no and then I also you know to that point I hate the people that just do this thing and like lean back and I'm just like it's like, essentially them like I'm like ass like yeah yeah you know what well, I'm talking about they're they're just like blatantly saying you know. F you like my space is more important. Like, that's Oh yeah. They, they have no, and you can't, there's nothing you can tell me that would make me feel like, okay, well, like, right. Unless someone's injured or they, but like, let's say you have a back problem. Right. And you turn around, like, I would have to say, look, by the way, I'm really sorry. Like I might recall my seat a little bit. Like I, I know there's a special spot. Like it's just cause I, I have to have my back. Like I'm so sorry. Right. That makes some more sense. Yeah. Like just put out a little disclaimer saying, Hey, by the way, I know how this looks, but this is my reasoning. You know, just right. just to just a gentle ease into that conversation. It's it. I just Instead it's just, It's a good point too. But you know, look at like I, I wish, and that's all the plane. So I get that they don't have the space with the legs. That, that it does suck. I always try to sign up for the exit row. You got to sign up for the exit row. Oh yeah, that's right. But then you know that if if you know anything happens, everyone's life is in your hands. Essentially, no. It, I mean, you know, at that point I, in time, everyone's pretty much done for. That. So. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I first for not, you know, I always think to myself, what, like, I always, I always crack a joke. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll do whatever. Like, yeah, sure. The plane goes yep. down. I'm not really <laughs> too concerned at that point. Like, it, but, <laughs> but, oh, and I, yeah, but, and I hate the ones that take it really seriously where they're like, speak and like, avoid, like, vocally, like, say that you accept this, like, you know, position when you're on the plane. I'm like, all right, like, all right, got it. Yes, but, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Like, all right. Uh, all right, but without further ado, let's do it. We, we just BS for 30 minutes. That was pretty good. Let's talk some sports. Um, all right, so, so let's let's go. You know, let's talk a little bit about the NBA, right? Because they, they came back. Uh, well, they're coming back, I should say. So I wish I had this graphic still. So what was it, the 10th, 11th? Was that when they were coming back? Or the... July 30th is the, the, well, so the 24th. Game. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 24th is when, what, the uh, – um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I anyway, the first game July 30th. Yeah. To that point, let's – yeah, let's pull it up. So – uh bleacher report pull up a graphic just uh put together a graphic just with some of the first couple like national broadcast games um so you can see the thursday there's two so we got jazz pelicans and we got clippers <laughs> lakers um and then you know it just kind of keeps rolling on to that 
Uh, and then I'll pull up. I, it's funny. I have the full schedule. I don't know. It was a little tough when I was loading this in OBS to see if, uh, if anyone can read it, but you can kind of see that's the full schedule. And, and really what I'll, what I'll peel off of this, cause I know you'd probably need a magnifying glass to see that on the screen. Um, but you can see how many nationally televised games there are. And especially on weekends, look at like that first Saturday, August 1st, um, there's, it's funny. I love how every single game is nationally televised except the Sixers, but that actually works out for us. Cause it's, you know, five straight games of basketball. Um, so it'll be fun. It'll, I honestly think Zach, right. It's going to have a little bit of a March madness feel to it. Day basketball all day long, important basketball. I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I think that's cool. One thing that really interested me, which I don't know if you caught this is this is mainly for the Western conference. Cause the Eastern conference is basically a wash in my opinion. Yeah. Is if the ninth seed finishes within four games of eighth, then the eighth seed and the ninth seed are going to go into a like what is basically a best of three playoff. Oh, series. I didn't notice that. Did you know that? Yeah. No, so this, that's awesome. So basically, the way it works is like if you're the eighth seed and I'm the ninth seed, the eighth seed, if they lose twice, then they are out of the playoffs. Does the that stand for the East though? Because technically, there's nine teams. So, like, at the ninth, te- like, so they just need to basically yeah. stay on the eighth team's tail. Technically, yes. Yeah. So basically, all you have to do as a nine seed is, is getting that to get within four games. Which what's really interesting to me is in the West, there's three teams that are tied for three and a half games back, and then there's one team that's four games back. So this is this is gonna be really interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the Pelicans have the 22nd easiest schedule that came out, the rank of schedule or whatever it is, the strength of that's schedule. Like clickbait in its own right. I feel like yeah, I guess well, let's just go out the records, but. Yeah, that too. But basically there's a whole, you know, conspiracy out there that the NBA is giving the Pelicans an easier schedule to try to get Zion into the playoffs. I I just feel like that's a little bit of just like a forced narrative on the fan side. You know what I mean? It's like when we say, oh, games are fixed. It's like, right. You know, Um, I don't know. It's going to be exciting though, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. uh, is this the time where I go in the Sixers ran or should I wait a second? I mean, let's, I guess, let me actually, let me step back for a second. Is there a caveat? Is there a um, an asterisk next to that, like this whole season in the sense that like you feel like all right, well, there's no fans. It's in a neutral site. It's like does it feel any less to you? Like, are you less um, yeah. ex- like because I I, I I understand there's the whole like I'm just so happy sports are back, but like mm-hmm. does it feel a little weird or like, are you with it? I mean, for me, I'll probably I probably won't pay as much attention because this is like in the time for preseason with football and all that stuff about to start up. <laughs> I love so, it. But but in all honesty, I think it, it I think this makes it harder personally for the the better the top ranked teams because since there is no home field advantage, there is no fans. Like you being one of the top four seeds, besides obviously like your talent and your skill, there really is no significant advantage when it comes to the the arena you're playing in and things like that. That that's even playing field. And then you might find a team that's a fifth to eighth seed that just says screw it, whatever. We weren't even meant to be here, you know. And, t- and and make a little yeah. bit of a run, perhaps. Can't tell you what team, but it's possible. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for the the March Madness feel to it, mm-hmm. having games on all day. You know, we can start doing the bend the bookie segment again, and you know, yeah, that's always good. Yeah, yeah. Throw a little Talk a little, make some picks. Yeah, yeah, we'll have some fun with that. So yeah, no, I think it'll be exciting. Um, it's, I think it's actually. In a weird way, this sounds funny. Like, as a Sixers fan, I almost feel I can't answer that question. That's why I kind of wanted to ask you as a Knicks fan, as a basketball fan, just kind of in general. Mm-hmm. Because the Sixers, if they don't do well, then, like, I'm not I'm not as hung up on, like, the why, da 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 because I'm just, like, Firebrook Brown, Firebrook Brown, Firebrook Brown. Like, that's all I care about. So I'm not really interested in, like, 
I'll be like, of course they couldn't handle the neutral site. Like I wasn't like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, but if they do well, then it's like, okay, if they're doing well, I'm happy. All right. I mean, so. Well, can I see this question as sure. a Sixers fan? So yeah. say the Sixers lose first round or second round, not, you know, nothing good comes out of this for them. Say they do fire Brett Brown. I mean, the next season starts December 1st. Do they have enough time to build like a, a cohesive unit I just with a so, new I coach? I'm not trying to be that guy and sound like that ignorant sports fan or like the overly dramatic sports fan. I don't care. Like we, like Joe, Chad, and I all have like kind of stand on this 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 hill of. It's not my job to tell you like not you you but like it's right. not my job to say that like okay this is who needs to replace him and this is how he needs to do it. My thing is this is not working. This is mm-hmm. not this is a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. This is not working. I, I'm not. I don't know who like it's like right like it'd be like. I don't know who the, the, the part of the end game should be, but it's not this. It's like, right. Like that's the feeling. And that's how we all are. We're like, they're not going to win anything with this guy. I know that Joe knows that Chad knows that, right. Mm-hmm. Lots of Sixers fans know it. And all right, I, now it's time, right now. You got me warmed up. I hate this false hope that it's coming out. And everyone's all excited. Nothing's changed, right? Okay. So Simmons is healthy again. I don't, they could look. Nothing would surprise me. They could win the finals, and I wouldn't be shocked. That's like that's how strange of a team this is. I don't think they will. I highly don't. If I had a gun to my head, I would say no, and I'd feel I would sleep very well at night because I would have to you know, be like they're fine. They're not winning anything. Yeah. Um. Right. So Ben Simmons still doesn't shoot. He still cares that people care that he doesn't shoot. That's not going anywhere. Brett Brown doesn't care that he doesn't shoot. John B doesn't care that he's on the block. He, I mean, he talks obviously some more, saying that you know he's working out more, and uh, everyone's going to see a new Joel Embiid. I'm tired of it. I did a rant. I, I did rants on this many times on the show. Chad's done rants on the show. Joe's talked about when he was on the show, right? Like it's it's not good. They're not a good team. No, and, and I, there's nothing you can convince me. There's no hiatus. There's no neutral location. There's nothing that they've done that would convince me that they're a good basketball team. They're yeah. inconsistent. Tobias Harris is inconsistent. Ben Simmons is inconsistent. Like. They are all inconsistent, and they're not – okay, so fine. If you're inconsistent from time to time, so be it. Every team in the NBA seems to be. But if you're – but if you're – they're more inconsistent, right, than the other teams. Like, the Raptors aren't inconsistent. They win. They always just find ways to win games. They're like the opposite of the Sixers. It doesn't really look pretty, but they always do it. When the Sixers are clicking, man, it looks great, but then they'll lose two games like, like to the Nets and to the Pacers, and it's like, well, what, what do we just do, right? right? So, yeah. I had to let it out. Sorry. No, you're, you're good. I think Brett Brown was a good coach for the whole process and the whole rebuilding, but I don't think he's the one that takes you to where you you need to be Yeah. in the, in the window. That's a tight window. He's Mark of Jackson where, of the Warriors. Chad always says it. Yeah. It's a, it's a tight window that, that, that you have with this talent and the, the contracts, the aging and everything. Um, I got to put you on the spot with a question here. And if you have an answer, it's cool. If not, it's cool. So line you, it up. If, I'm ready. If Brett Brown's gone, who would you like to see? as a Sixers coach, or who do you think would be a good fit given the talent and the personalities that are on the squad? I don't know. And I, I hate saying that. I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's, well, it's a tough it's, question because it, yeah. it is because and I, I say, because I don't think they're like, I haven't sat down to do the like, Hey, who's like some well-revered coaches and, you know, like bench coaches or whatever. Right. Obviously I guess it's right. coaches that are not right. Like I, um, I want it, I want someone that's disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they have to be a disciplinarian, but I'm tired of the turnovers, Zach. They're they are by far every year the 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 best team with the most amount of turnovers. Like every other playoff team is like well well below them. They're always well, and that's what it kills teams. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, you hand the ball to the other team 12 more times and they hand it to you. That's horrible. And that's a culture. That's a culture thing that needs to be taught. It by never the changes. Coach. He can't draw plays at the end of the game. They don't play consistent defense. Their offense is stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, they're, they're, and when they do make adjustments, and then when the other team makes the adjustments back off of those adjustments, they don't have a return to that. No. It's I like someone he, that can kind of maybe serve it sometimes, but then when they, someone hits it back to them, they have nothing. Yeah, I think you need Coach K to leave Duke and then and miraculously join. Nah, the see, I don't like the, nah, I, I don't like the whole college thing. I wouldn't even say like right. You, I look, I like look at Billy Donovan for example. Like people thought that would work with the Thunder, it didn't work. And I mean, it's like well, it worked to a sense. They got he they got them deep in the playoffs and championship. They didn't think, win, obviously, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, I want to label yeah. that working. Right. Yeah, I get it. Right. I mean, it's not a championship, so. No, it's not, especially – like, that's. I guess that's what we're talking about, right? I don't care if he can get me to the second round of the playoffs. That's not good enough. No. No, it's not because at the end of the day, like, championships are what means everything. So, yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. The famous Ricky Bobby once said that. Right, absolutely. That's funny. So, speaking of that, championships, uh, the New England Patriots have quite a few. Um, and, well, so Chad actually was the one that broke this for me, Zach. So, I was driving back uh, from the flight yesterday. So, I flew actually out of Baltimore. So, it's like, you know, a nice little 90-minute drive uh, mm-hmm. back to, to southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, so, Chad called me when I was about 40 minutes from, from the apartment and was like, well, that's it. The Patriots won the Super Bowl. I'm like, what did they do? <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't see maybe what he said. Um, oh, yeah. I absolutely. I would totally rather the Sixers just get axed right away than go on like a like a miniature run. Hundred percent. With the with Brett Brown. Hundred percent. I agree with that. Oh, hundred percent. Kyle Brandt had one of the greatest quotes in Good Morning Football, and obviously it's applicable to all sports. But he says the best team is the one that wins the championship. The second best team uh, is the team that finished in last, right? Because the, right, they're going to get the like the the hopefully that revolution pick kind of. You know what I mean? And, and same with the coaching, right? If you can make change happen, that's all we're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So, but all right, to that point, um, so Cam Newton, let's 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 chat a little, little football. So mm-hmm. signs of the Patriots, Chad thinks that they already won the Super Bowl. I said, well, look, we're all fans of the NFC. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Like, I'm not, that's, I'm not worried about it. Um, all right, let's, let's just kind of, I'll, I'll just kind of vaguely throw it at your thoughts just in general when you heard the news. Uh, this definitely – you know, it, it brings validity to what everyone was – the question. The question for the Patriots this offseason was the quarterback because no one had seen Jarrett Stidham in a meaningful game. You know, only preseason, and he, he looked decent in preseason, yes. And we all know Brian Hoyer. Okay, Brian Hoyer. Like, there's right. nothing to write about that It's not real. No. So, the thing with the Patriots, everyone knows they have one of the top defenses in the league. Everyone knows that, you know, their running backs, they have a decent running back group, good offensive line, wide receivers, everyone's kind of questionable with. And the quarterback was a massive question mark. No one knew what to expect. But now that we're getting Cam, that's filled, that void is filled, I'd say, halfway because we still don't really know what to expect. He played two games last year. Obviously, he's had a pretty injury-riddled career for the most part. But when Cam's great, I mean, he's one of the top five, top ten quarterbacks in the league. What kind of Cam are we going to get? I'm not sure. It's uh, this is a prove it year for him. One year, seven and a half million dollars. Um, so in reality, Cam has all the firepower and everything behind him to go out there and show everybody, hey, this is, you know, I'm back. This is the deal you all should have slept on me. And with an organization like New England, with the coaching staff, McDaniel's, Belichick, he has he has the repertoire there. And if you like it or not, I mean, they're all their offensive group is. Not the best, but they're real, they're not bad when you think about it. Um, 
you know, Josh McDaniels had a similar quarterback when he was the offensive coordinator in Denver with Tim Tebow. This, I'm not comparing Tebow to Newton, but they were very similar playing style, I would say, right, where they're elusive, they can run, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not comparing them from a skill set, but just in general, the way they play the game. And we saw what McDaniels did with Tebow, and they did fairly well together. So with Newton there now, could be good things for New England. Um, you're right. There's a couple layers to it. I'm, I'm confused. So I'll start. I'll start with the Jared Sinn thing too, because that was kind of my first reaction. I was just, everything kind of confused me, but to that point, this, I also thought I saw a tweet from, it was a report that was saying that this was kind of in the works a little bit under the table for a while. Hmm. So that makes a little bit more sense. Um, I, I just, am kind of curious, like was, was Jared Sinn the plan two months ago? Was he never the plan? Was Cam Newton always the plan after that? Right. Like, um, can I, can I throw a little something in there for yeah, you to interrupt? Sure. So I, another take I had regarding Jared Stidham is obviously Stidham is what, 23, 24, mm-hmm. maybe tops. I wonder if ask the Alexa, pay- that's a tough one. Alexa, how old is Jared Stidham? Jared Stidham is 33 years old. Nice, Alexa. Was it 24, 23? 23. 23, right? So, so think about it. Could the Patriots have brought Cam Newton in? to show Jared Stidham, like, it's a one-year deal, keep in mind, like, hey, you're going to compete for this and maybe try to spark yeah. Jared Stidham up and build that young talent instead of t- getting Cam Newton, who, no offense to him, has been injury-riddled. Well, okay, so that's – it's funny you say because that's where I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. So I'm not saying that Cam Newton's not good, but I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, right? This is probably the best way I can put it at a talking point. When I just pulled those highlights for the show tonight, when I, like, literally just searched Cam Newton highlights – the first thing that came up was what year was it? 2016. Those were 2016 highlights that were running, right? Like there wasn't anything from like 2018 or 2019 that was pulling up, right? Like, so, um, and I'm not right. All right. I'm not, I try and judge everything. You know where I'm going with this, right? I'm basically saying he has faded off and I know everyone's like, yeah, don't sleep on him. I'm like, okay, but also, did you see those highlights? He's a physical guy, right? He's a very physical quarterback, which makes him great, but he's 31. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I look, I'll put it this way, and I'm not just trying to come in with the cheesy bullets New England, they'll make it work. But let's think about it this way. Okay, so if he's a little bit older and he's on a he's on a one year deal. So like we all know Cam Newton can be a little goofy, have some antics. That's not maybe he doesn't maybe look uh what's uh, like, like that Bill Belichick mole, whatever. With you like know. the no not yeah, like the no nonsense. He likes to have fun, you know. But it's it's um, and that's another thing. That's what's interesting because Josh is high on the Bills, and I was I was wondering that myself. Like, where does that leave them? But the other thing with Cam is right. So it's like, okay, I think he can kind of play the dink and dunk game. They have some weapons. Yeah, I mean, and Kill Harry had a bad rookie season, but he has time to develop. I think he has talent. exactly. So I, it's it's interesting because yeah. you know that he's going to have to to you know obviously he's gonna he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder. That's what's interesting about this. So I think he's very much going to jump in with the Patriot way. And I think it's going to, I, so I think it might work. So that's another good question. Like, look with Josh, like, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be, I, I look, I hate doing this to a, a certain degree because it's like a lot of this depends on health, blah, 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 blah. But just ballparking with your estimation, where would you say is, um, where would you say you kind of feel like this, this leaves the Patriots and the bills and the whole landscape of the AFC East? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I personally think the, 
the Dolphins are one of the, the teams to look out for in the AFC East. I think the Bills are, yeah, they're going to be tough for sure. I still, I still think the Patriots are my third team in the AFC East, even with Cam. I don't really think the Cam Newton. I don't know if it necessarily. I still need to see it to believe it. I think, yeah, the questioning because we know we know what we could get with Cam, but also we don't because he hasn't played in how long? Like you said, with the injuries and everything. So now they're still third on the list for me in the AFC East. To be honest with you. And also, real quick, I'm looking at the chat. You're a NASCAR guy, Zach. Did you see uh, what Dark Sage was saying about um, what was going on? I actually, you know, I was traveling home yesterday from from the wedding, but uh, I, I, this uh, Darren would be a good one. I wish, to, like, he's like our he, he's like our NASCAR correspondent. Uh, but I don't know. Was there a race yesterday? Yeah, um, I guess you know there was three races. So I mean, yes, at the end of the day, they probably should have looked at the weather and maybe said, "Hey, we can try to do it on Monday." But I know they have a pretty tight concept like their tight schedule i believe so they probably they need to allot certain amount of travel days to go from track to track i absolutely get what dark sage is saying though in the chat um yeah no it's it's, it's tricky weather with racing is always a pain no matter what kind of motorsport i've lived it so right and, and i'll tell you looking at speaking of pain right and like getting almost back over to the football thing i, I it's a pain that the patriots are going to be good though because like i was at least excited well i was kind of like interested to see how the jared Stidham experiment would go mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, it's possible that it could still happen, though. I mean, think about it. What do that, the, I was actually going to ask you yeah. that question and be like, is there any chance he does still start? I think there is a chance. Because like I said, I think this signing of Cam could really – like. Jared what if Stidham he gets hurt again and they caught him or something? Well, that's Is it. a lot of this like incentivized, too? Yeah, that, it's, inc- it's incentivized and also one year, $7.5 million. I mean, $7.5 million is a lot of money. But to a team with the Patriots, $7.5 million – They'll just pay that for their next fine when they're caught cheating. They don't care, you know, so, so I th- they can cut I, bait with that. I had a question, and I think I'll, I'll spin it another way. I still think I know your answer is going to be, but I'll spin it another way. So what – who oh, – first, who do you think has a better one-year experience with their new team, Philip Rivers on the Colts or Cam Newton on the Patriots? Philip Rivers for sure because Philip yeah. Rivers, Rivers has the, the connection with, uh, with Frank Reich. They're pretty tight. And I think uh, Rivers fits the, like that team, the culture very well. Uh, he has a lot of weapons and probably the best offensive line. Hasn't had a great offensive line throughout his career. So I absolutely think Bill Rivers for sure. And, and Joe G brought up a great point in the chat too, looking at like with the Bills. I, I get what he means with the culture thing because the thing with the Bills, we saw it centerfold in that Texans game. Like the Texans are not – we know how the Tex- – the Texans are literally like the bare minimum, hey, if, if you just show up, you'll win, you'll beat us in the playoffs. That's them, right? And and the Bills, they got stage fright at the end of that game. And, and I blame a lot of that on Josh Allen, that stupid fumble. He was not good in that game. And that's my question, Mark. Do they know how to win? No. Yeah, and personally, I don't know if Josh Allen has the stones to be able to do it. And when, when they need it, that's why I, for some reason, I'm just telling you, I'm high on the dolphins in that division. Go on. Cause you were actually, I think we didn't, we're supposed to talk about that in the clickbait. I kind of just moved on without it. So you're, yeah, you are high on the dolphin stock. You like their off season and you like the landscape of the, like that for them to, to, for the to division. Test. I think this and is the, yeah. you like Fitz magic. Well, they have Tua. I think Tua is going to come in there and you think he's going to start right I away. I think he's going to start right away. Absolutely. I do. And they're just going to charge. 
You're very much on like the the two a Kyler mold of a quarterback. I know, right? It's that left hand. <laughs> but dude, if they turn out to that point, they pan out to be a Russell Wilson, and you're 100 right. Yeah, no, and I, I don't know. There's something about it. I mean, Brian Flores, I think, is a pretty pretty strong coach. I would say they finished the year last year very strong. The amount of times I probably said that on the show is a lot, but I don't care. You're gonna hear it again. They finished last year very strong. Wins over the Eagles, the Patriots, right? Um, they got Jordan Howard in the backfield, which he was kind of overshadowed by my, you know, Miles Sanders and some other situations he's been in in the past. This should be his backfield. That's going to be strong. Tua, I think, very athletic. I think he's going to start right, right out of the gate. Um, on defense, I mean, they got Kyle Van Noy, uh, Byron Jones. Um, they've loaded up on defense. They got Shaq Lawson, I believe, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I just think their, de- their defense, defense was stacked. Yeah, their defense was strong last year. I think it got better in the offseason. Well, let me ask you, you saw them with your own eyes. You know how, like, there's teams you see that look good? Like, I even said about the Giants, I said you're not as bad as, like, the jokes might be. When I right. saw you guys play us, you played us tough. Mm-hmm. Great. I thought Pat Sherman was a horrible coach. And it looked like you guys got, like, outcoached in the game. But, I, right, but at that point, right, you saw the Bills. What did you think with the eye test, if you will? The Bills, I liked the defense. I liked their defense a lot. Um, offense, Josh Allen looked shaky, to be honest. I'm not trying to be too critical of Josh Allen, but in person, he had the jitters a little bit in the backfield, like with his feet. I'm he with was you. I, around a little bit. He he he's a little herky jerky. Yeah, but I will. I'll tell you right now, though, the fans love him. They don't care. The fans love him for whatever reason. Um, I mean, he's Is that obviously a helped the this environment. How there's been no quarterbacks up there, though. Probably, probably they're so used to they're so used they're to like riding. Cleveland. Yeah, they're so used to riding in a beat up Oldsmobile, and now that they got a nice Cadillac or a Buick, now they they like feeling how it feels. You know, they like riding in the Josh Allen's a Buick. Ride. He's a Buick. I'm not going to say Cadillac yet. I'd say he's a Buick. That's interesting. Old Buick though. Yeah, nice old Buick that's riding. Two thousand century, like, like a like like good old like your like Bill has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though yeah. no more. It's wait, isn't there? Trying, no, no, no. We traded it. I was like trying to think for a second. You he traded was, it in. Yeah, I mean that thing was old. That was like twenty years old. Those things are reliable, man. Yeah, yeah. The old Buick Century. Um, yeah, he is a project. He is. Yeah, I, but thing, I think this year, this year, I think they need to win playoff game he's, they need it. Well, he's like, a step yeah. up in the confidence level of mitch trubisky to me like if i was like hey i want to trade oh, wow. uh, in my josh allen for for like the downgraded package that of that trubisky right mm. yeah i you know sadly i think you're right right okay and he might be the second best rushing quarterback behind lamar but he might rush for 80 yards he... like they don't yeah like i'm looking we won't see him win yeah, but he, and he'll and, throw and they for did like win some games last year but like it just never looks good and i'm not trying to be that guy because right, like it doesn't always say you guys gotta win the games. Packers did that, but at the same point, I don't like there's nothing about Josh Allen where I'm like the last two minutes, I'm like, oh boy, Josh Allen's about to tear it up, right? Like he's not gonna be able to start running around. I don't know. That's just my here you here you go, Karen. You're gonna like this especially. So the Bills to me are the Seahawks, but the Seahawks, but the Bills cannot close it out at the end. Like they're the they're the team that's always up and down, back Seahawks. and forth. Yeah. But then they that's come up short. One. But then they come up short. Right, or they're just always very in ugly. games, and they just can't. Yeah, they can. They never. It, it just the fourth quarter is a horror show for them. Whereas Seattle, it's just like magically, it's like when Frosty the Snowman gets his hat back on. Is that what he needs? Is the hat? Yeah. 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 Okay, he gets his hat back <laughs> yeah. on, and he's rolling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. So speaking of that, we're rolling. It's a great Monday. Um. Let's. I was gonna say, you want to you want to dive into the crying on sports thing or no? We can make it quick. Yeah, we can do that. Let's. When do it. Is, that was one of the things we were talking about the wedding. I'm curious when. Uh. When is it – is there a cutoff when it's, like, too early, like, like to cry over sports? Because you hear people say it. 
Um, you, I know you're not much of one. I, I, I more just get angry now. Mm-hmm. I used to cry a little bit here and there, not a ton, but I did. Mm-hmm. When's the cutoff? If there is a cutoff, and if there's no cutoff, what is it? I think there's a difference between, you know, it was sports happy tears and sad, upset tears. I think when you're talking about sad tears, like once you hit double digits, it's got to stop in my opinion. Cause, okay. cause then it turns to anger. That's fair. Right. I think for happy tears, I think that's got an unlimited lifespan because if you're oh, happy, like the team, you know what I mean? I think, I know for me personally, I never cried one way or another as an athlete, but I also probably never really played in any super meaningful games as an athlete. So I would have no value, like no reason to get that upset. I came close when I won a championship racing as happy tears, but I didn't still. Um, I think sad tears though, I think that's what you're kind of getting at. Double digits, then that's it in my opinion. Yeah, anger, you're right. Anger is where I was at now, mm-hmm. like with football. But it's funny, I was actually going to say, I almost wish I could go back to crying because it's just like, at least that I could just go in my room and just like start crying. Like, whereas this, it's like, now nah, I just want to break things. Now it's just like a deep depression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it is the worst feeling when your team gets knocked out of the playoffs for anything. You don't want to watch TV. You, you know, pretty much at that point, I'm just watching like HBO or Netflix. Like my phone's pretty much in airplane mode. I'm like looking at it now, like just thinking about it. Like it's the, it is the worst. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. it's also Mojo Monday that we got five minutes left to go on the show. That's um, right. And and you put together. So let's, let's recap because you did an awesome job with this. Um, putting this all together. This was all you. Um, all I did was hit the share button and build a graphic out that you actually built out. I just put it into the OBS. Yeah, so I came and said, build it. Uh, but this was the promo I pulled up for old time sake, old trip down memory lanes when the Amazon gift card. Uh, but this is exciting. So uh, you have put together uh, a promo. Like, I guess you want to just, I'll just let you explain it. Cause like I said, this is your thing. Well, yeah, it's an Amazon uh, giveaway through our social media channels. Anyone who follows us saw the graphic that Karen shows is showing. And um, you know, there are three different ways you can enter, whether it was via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Um, so yeah, so we have our list of entrants and we're going to raffle off a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Uh, this is just our way of showing appreciation to friends of the show, followers, supporters. Um, recently, the good news is we've, we've made the charts on Apple podcasts, uh, us sports news, uh, felt the, clap for that, not for so, landing a plane, but I'll clap for that. <laughs> so yeah, so no, we appreciate the support and we're looking to do more of these giveaways, whether it's going to be things like an Amazon gift card or uh, sports mem- memorabilia or things like that. We're going to get creative with it. So we're going to start on of appreciation. The summer of giveaways, Zach, we got to love it. Hey, 2020, 2020, July. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We should do. Yeah. That, you know what we should do? We should do like a, like a 4th of July, like a follow us 4th of July thing or something like that. Hey, why, hey, there we go. We'll come up with something. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So you got it. All right. The technology is we're, we're getting there on this. It's ready. Oh yeah. So you have it on your phone. So unfortunately, we don't have the graphic build out, but you have. Do, can you explain? Because this, this is the part of the show where everyone's going to be like, "The hell is this?" Like you're not even going to show us how. The, so explain the yes. technology and how this is working because that yes. was always so, was a basically a bright light in that screen. Yeah, exactly. So what we did was we took all the names from all three social media avenues. We compiled that list. We put it in this website, commentpicker.com. If you don't believe me, go look at it right now. The comment picker website is very, very official, legit. I don't know if I show you the screen. If it, is it too bright, Karen? Try, uh, I'll try, put it in a little bit more, a little bit more. 
Yeah. So, so you, you can see the list. See the some, list. You see something. The list is longer than that. It's just that there's the first. It doesn't even look like a list, but yeah, we right. got something. All right. So without further ado, should we go ahead and do it? Should we spin the wheel? Should we spin the wheel? Ready? All right, let's do it. All I right. wish I had some music back here. It's going. You can't really see it. It's going. There's like a little drum roll. Wow. And the winner goes to Nina M. Wow, Nina you called M. this. This is so funny. You can know you got you gotta face the music on this one. You have <laughs> to do this. This this is I mean, you know, it's to the point where it's fun. I, like, <laughs> it's like you can't you, you, know, so you can't you can't screw you please take this because this is great. Well, before the show started, I, I said, watch, it's either going to be my sister or my girlfriend will win this. And uh, Nina, my girlfriend, won it. So, uh, hey, congratulations. I think it's awesome. So, congratulations yeah. to Nina. This is great. Look yeah, at that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, Nina just. And she shared the hell out of it. Oh, no. She well really, deserved. And we're yeah. going to have more of these. So, yeah, you know, and in, I know Josh total, did a great job pushing it too. And then the Joes. I mean, the, we'll, we'll do it. We're going to have some more of these. Yeah. In total, we had uh, I believe, yeah, 27 participants. So, there's a lot of people involved. And uh, yeah. So we really appreciate all the support from everyone. Perfect. Look at that. Oh, we got to love it. That's, 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 that's a Mojo Monday. Look at that. That kind of makes everyone feel better on a Monday. Right? That's right? Yeah, it's a good way to start the week. You know, hey, $100 Amazon gift card. Uh, just We appreciate the support. So, you know, hey. You know what I'm thinking we should do for either the end of this week or maybe next week for the 4th of July? We should do um, – we should do uh, – I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm just trying to think of – like a, oh i got it we should either do subscriptions or followers yeah and like whoever does it like during the show we give them like a ten dollar amazon gift card or something like that oh i like that that'd be fun that'd I be like fun that. so yeah everyone in the chat stay tuned and all of our yeah you know, look at this see? stay tuned we'll see what we got yeah see the, no no so you get sidetracked and you also you know maybe you can get sidetracked with on amazon so mm-hmm. um and it's funny because i saw dark this uh, uh his comments in the chat it's funny my mojo monday zach is what uh, the Marlins president, Michael Hill, said on the 2020 season, why not us? And I love it. I love it. Hey, there you go. Why not? 60-game season. Hey. Oh, my God. Race the hot dog eating contest. Whew. Oh, boy. I, my stomach's going through, you know. <laughs> I got to, you know. This was, this was, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to pat myself on the back and say this is the Jordan flu game. But there was, there's been a ton of Gatorade drank today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, put some water in it too. That that's that does. If you mix water and Gatorade together. Oh yeah. I see that for like, sugary for practice. Yeah, for like football practices or whatever in the heat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they stink. The Marlins. They don't stink. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> they don't stink. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm excited. I think they can do. I can think they can make some. Hey, noise honestly, in a 60 game season, any, anything can happen. You just gotta get. I always look at the Pirates. I remember it so vividly. It was before they like were even making their little runs. It was probably when McCutcheon was younger, and they were. It was. It was right around the All Star break, and they had played a series with the Braves where they got hosed on a call and they lost. Mm-hmm. And but to that point, they were either like right off the lead. They were either like in the wild card, and then they just completely free fell. Um, and I think to myself, okay, but the Marlins could do that. That's 60 games. You know, they could do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think they can pull it off. Um, all right, but we'll take everyone. This is great. We got the chat going. It was a good one. It'll, it'll, it's it's exciting that stuff's happening again. You know what I mean? It Things is, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it's nice that we're getting some news. You know, like a player signing and football, and just we're ramping up for the rest of the NBA season and other leagues. You know, WNBA is coming back as well. All the other you know soccer is coming back. We've seen all. So it is, Arsenal's it's all on a two game winning streak. Can we get you on that bus? 
by the way. You got you to gotta sell me. You got to sell me on that. I'm not a huge soccer. I'm not a huge soccer fan. I hope Josh said a better chance of eating the hot dog contest than the Marlins. Oh. <laughs> Their odds are I, – I, I forget. It was like I think if you risk $5, it was like to win like like, like an obscene amount of money. I got to look. Actually, I'm going to look right now. Hey, you know, it might be worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. Like the minute you see them play, you just – it won't be. I'll be I'll be emotional. But, um, yeah, they're they, – yeah, that's a rough division they're in. Hey, it is. But how many how many times have we seen? Like, hey, they played the Phillies. Say, you know, somehow it seems like they know how to beat them. Yeah, that's I, right. I guarantee. I just jinxed that. That they're like, now you ruined it. Like, that's. <laughs> I don't. I swear they they just do that to make me feel good. They're just like, well, you know what, you know, yeah, I might eat more hot dogs in the morning. Okay, Jesus, this is like comedy hour now. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, no. I, all right, they they suck. All right, they do suck. I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, it's it's exciting though. I'm gonna watch them. For the oh, first course. week. Well, hey, like we said before, 60-game season, every they always, game means they that much get more. Off to such bad starts. The first 30 games are usually cringeworthy, though, so I'm just like, oh, God. Well, hey, like, they might go this win. There's a better chance they go winless than that they win the World Series. <laughs> you never know. You never it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. But, hey, that's why we play the games, right? That's right. That's, that's it. That's why, and that's why you follow us for, for fun things like tonight. So if you want to follow us or subscribe, uh, if you haven't done it, make sure you do it just because you can find out how to win some cool stuff. Uh, but if you want to follow or subscribe, uh, follow with the heart to the left and subscribe uh, to the right. So my voice cracking there like I'm a teenager. Um, free with Amazon Prime and $4.99 if you want. Uh, and also while you're at it on the social media express, you might as well uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked, which, which you guys are all watching right now. Um, but you can see on the bottom of our channel, you can check us out at www.get-sidetracked.com. And if you miss any episodes and you want to travel, like I was doing yesterday, I actually did download our shows. I downloaded our Thursday show and was listening to it on my friend on Fridays. Uh, blah, 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 I can't even talk. On my my flight on Friday, it's a tongue twister. Wow, that is a tongue twister. That is a tongue twister. Um, yeah. So, but check us out Spotify and iTunes um, for all of that as well. So, yeah, this was a lot of fun. So, we're back on the air as obviously, uh, or obviously, as always, tomorrow uh, at 7 Eastern, and we'll dive in a little bit more football chatter. There's some good stuff. We, we're getting there. Um, you oh, yeah. know what I should do for every time the Marlins win a game? I should eat a hot dog. Oh, there you go. There you go. You might not be eating too many. You know, it'd be funny. We should almost do like a joke on like Thursdays. Like we should like clock how many wins they had. And then that's how many hot dogs I have to eat like on Thursday for the show and see if I can get how many I can get through of any of them for the thing. Uh, yeah, we'll do something fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. I don't know. Probably won't be that many hot. But what, what did you hear? There's a fact. I think that you're only supposed to eat was like one hot dog a year or something like that. Like that's like, I forget the actual stat. It's not good. I, I'm way over it. I would. Well, then Joey Chestnut's in deep trouble. So yeah. We, got, we need to get some highlights of that documentary with him eating because that's unbelievable. I need to watch that documentary to be honest. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, it should be on. It should be on. Um, it, it is. Yeah, I saw it when I was tonight. Through. Yeah, Zachary. Yeah, tonight. I Please yeah. tonight. Yeah, tonight. Well, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm actually in the middle of another documentary right now, but uh, but I'm hoping to get it done. What you watching? It's that. Uh, it's on Netflix. That athlete A about the U.S. Olympic uh, gymnastic team with the, like the whole scandal and all that. What year was that? It, the athlete A, it came out now. The scandal was, I think, 2016. Okay, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of a darker documentary, but one that is right. about a lot of awareness that should be that people should be aware of. So. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, exactly. 
For sure. Just like the, yeah. everyone's going to have to check us out right here in the living room tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. That's right. Yeah, and congrats to Nina again for yeah, winning absolutely. the gift card. That's Thanks so great. For Thanks support. for everyone also that entered, too, um, and posting and stuff. We really appreciate it, and that's why we, we appreciate it so much. We want to, um, we want to, you know, like I said, we want to yeah. keep, keep we'll, doing them. Yeah. We'll be doing some more stuff, so, t- so uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Oh, get them on the show. Yeah? <laughs> oh, boy. God. Um, that would be something. I well, you know what? I, I would love to get like a professional leader on. I think that'd be a real actually that'd be a really cool guest. We should look for that. Let's we need to get some guests on the show too. I've been slacking in that department. Yeah, we'll start uh we'll start sliding in some DMs or something. Yeah, there we go. I love it. Yeah, perfect. Cool, cool. All right, well, thank everyone for listening. So we'll see everyone tomorrow at seven o'clock. Uh and yeah, hope everyone has a great night. Cheers, everyone. Yep, cheers.